T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk Podcast. Happy Hump Day, Carl, as you like to say, right? No. <laughs> happy uh, New Hampshire primary is over day. And we're happy with the way it ended. Yeah, we don't have to listen to all the speculation about how close Nikki Haley is because now we know she wasn't. Isn't that just amazing? The things we told you here yesterday that uh, ended up being absolutely the truth. Last night in uh, in New Hampshire. <sighs> now we get a breather. And did you hear Nikki Haley last night who said, hey, you know what? You know what's next? South Carolina. And she was very optimistic about that. And Trump said, South Carolina isn't next. Nevada's next. And guess what? We already won Nevada. Because nobody else signed up in Nevada because Trump's got 95% of support in Nevada. Mm-hmm. So he'll win the next primary, hands down, in Nevada next week. And then you don't get to South Carolina till like the Late next February, month, right? right? Okay, yeah, so next is month. it February eighth? Is that the Nevada? Seems like it's. I don't know. It seems like it's later than that. I think it's later in the month. It's almost a month away. I think. Wow. Yeah. She said, "Oh, there's several more states we can win." <clears throat> I, I don't think you're polling the best, Haley. No, no, and we, we're gonna we're, we'll kick this around this morning. It was pretty interesting to hear the different uh, takes on this when it was over last night. But I'm sorry, folks. You you've tuned into a show where where uh, reality uh, is discussed every day. The reality of this is mathematically, Nikki Haley can't win. Ma- mathematically, Nikki Haley is the is the uh, the leech that attaches onto the host's skin in hopes that it can hang on long enough uh, to survive. Right? What a lovely analogy. That's not going to happen. She mathematically she can't win. She's there for one reason. She hopes that her Democrat supporters and donors have enough fake lawsuits filed against the president that they can eliminate him that way. Because, of course, you know, this is this is uh, not a fascist country at all. We 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 like to get people to vote at the voting booth, said said no Democrat ever. Uh, they're hoping to eliminate Donald Trump, and then Nikki will still be hanging out there, uh, living off left-wing donor money, waiting for Donald Trump to no longer be able to hold office, which even if he's convicted, he can still hold office. So I'm still not sure at the end of that argument what she's got to gain out of uh, out of hanging around. Uh, somebody, I think it was Kaylee McEnany last night, said she sincerely believes Haley is— Hanging around hoping for vice president. Could you imagine that scenario? I, I can't. 
I don't think he would pick her. I do think that could be very strategic on Trump's end, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. I lived through the uh, the Reagan-Bush uh, campaign uh, leading up to 1980, and I never would have thought after as nasty as George H.W. Bush was to Ronald Reagan, Reagan would pick him as his vice president, but he did. <clears throat> and in hindsight, maybe that wasn't such a great idea. But still, I, I even as... as um, vitriolic as that race was where George H.W. Bush phrased the term voodoo economics against Reagan, which the Democrats turned around and tried to use against him for years. Reagan still embraced him and made him the vice president. I don't see that happening here. I I, I just don't. Uh, But we got a lot of stuff to get to yesterday. What happened in the Missouri Senate yesterday afternoon was hands down one of the most childish things I've ever seen. Um, the Senate leadership, angry that they can't just be left alone to push their own weak agenda, attacked the Missouri Freedom Caucus members by stripping them of their committee assignments uh, and taking away their parking spaces. It was like something you'd see in a middle school somewhere. I, I, it, it's just unbelievable. We're going to talk more about it uh, this morning, why it happened, uh, what happens next here, here's the loser in all of this. Us. We are the losers in all of this. Because now initiative petition reform is doomed. It's not a priority of, of Senate leadership. And it should have been done the first week of the session. And they've ignored it. Why? I th- I've, got some, I've got some thoughts on that. We're going to get to that for you coming up. Bill Eigel is going to join us, by the way, in the 8 o'clock hour today to give us his thoughts now that he's been given the parking space, <clears throat> the absolute furthest away that you can park somebody from the Capitol. That's it. That was his punishment for daring to stand up to leadership in, in Jeff City. Which is ironic because Caleb Rowden, who made this decision, was the one saying that that some of these senators who he stripped from their committee positions have acted like children. That's how yeah. that was what he compared them to. And look what he's doing. Yeah. Well, he, here's here's the thing about the swamp. Uh, and a lot of people can live in the swamp together. Uh, th- they've got their way of doing things. And if you're not going to play ball with their way of doing things, they're going to punish you for it. And I think that's what happened yesterday. I think there's a lot of ego involved. And I think it's just a shame. But it is what it is. And we'll see what happens now going forward. Probably not a lot, if I had to guess, which is which is ridiculous. Uh, we're going to give away some more Doobie Brother tickets today. Uh, we've got um, <clears throat> Kim's uncle is going to join us this morning, who lives in New Hampshire, and was part of that whole process yesterday. I'm 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 excited to hear how it goes down on the ground up there now that now that it's over, and uh, he's going to phone in here about six twenty this morning to give us <clears throat> sort of a ground-level view, <clears throat> excuse me, a ground-level view of what happened in New Hampshire yesterday. He was this involved. Is your... This is my uncle. He was going door-to-door. He stood outside one of the polling locations for four hours That's yesterday awesome. with a Trump sign. I love that. I love it. I love it. So Paul St. Ange coming up at about 620, and we're looking forward to that. Right now, let's get to the shortlist, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. You know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. <laughs> that was that was a pretty surreal uh, 
speech by Donald Trump last night. I waited up to watch it. And uh, he's like, why was she acting like she won again? She did the same thing in Iowa. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. Man, she just loves to insult the states that just gave her a few votes, doesn't she? She first insulted the people from Iowa, saying New Hampshire had to correct what Iowa got wrong. Now she's basically saying the same thing about New Hampshire. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the better. <laughs> I don't know what he said. They have called us everything from narcissist to charlatans when all we want to do is pass the big red policy ideas that were promised to voters of this state every two years uh that's bill eigel in case you didn't recognize the voice uh yesterday of course uh, the media uh, all covered this that was from some fox 2 coverage of this situation down in, in jeff city you know i i kind of went sideways on him on twitter yesterday and and it, it I, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I, I got a lot of hate I, on Twitter for daring because there are a bunch of people out there. Understand, the only people opposed to IP reform are the ones who want abortion ensconced in the Missouri Constitution. Period. End of sentence. If you're opposed to initiative petition reform. Your goal is not democracy. It's not let the people speak. It's we want to buy a constitutional amendment, right? It, it, it's like Wheel of Fortune. Can I buy a vowel? I mean, it, it, honestly, this is, this is what we've created. in this. And for years and years and years, this was a possibility, but nobody recognized it. And the minute the left realized they could come in, spend tens of millions of out-of-state dollars to buy a ballot initiative on the Missouri ballot and then spend millions more to run fake ads convincing you it was the correct thing, and voila, you've got crazy things like Clean Missouri, which was nutty, right? Uh, Clean Missouri. It was was a joke. The marijuana initiative, 200 pages long that they added to the Missouri Constitution. And now you're looking at somebody making abortion maybe up until viability of the infant being born into the Missouri Constitution. And all of this could be fixed. It should have been fixed years ago. It should require a a uber majority of votes in order to alter the Missouri Constitution. That's all we're asking for. Uh, but it's never been dealt with. It's not just about the abortion issue. It should have been fixed years ago. But the knuckleheads in Jeff City won't let it happen. You know why? You know who You know who the primary lobbying group is against this? The Missouri Realtors Association. This is what I've been told by people in, in Jeff City. And they contribute a lot of money to a lot of these politicians who spent all of last legislative session talking about it and didn't get it done, right? And then you know who they want to blame? Well, it's the Freedom Caucus people because they filibustered at the end of the session. Well, if you hadn't waited till the last week of the session, that wouldn't have happened. 
And then I, I, I'm in a text exchange yesterday with somebody else who's in full agreement with Caleb Rowden, and his argument is, well, you know, um, we, we've, we've looked at this issue, and we, we really, we'd like to, uh, we'd like to get this taken care of, but you know, quite frankly, there, there's some debate over whether or not uh, we could get it past the people. Let the people vote on it. I mean, d- give me a break. You don't want to pass it because you don't think the public will pass it. This should have been done a year ago. And there's a couple of different options, but don't get me started on that. This is something that is maddening. I've got an interview I did with Caleb Rodden one year ago this month where he promised this was a priority and they were looking at how they could get it done and nothing happened. Could have happened last January, but nothing happened. And my guess is it happened exactly the way they wanted it to happen. They diddle farted around until the end of the session where they knew they'd face filibusters and then that would be their excuse for not getting it done. And the Realtors Association goes home fat and happy. So there's a lot to unpack here. We're going to talk more about it all morning long. We'll talk to to Bill Eigel as well uh, this morning at around uh, 820. So be sure and stay tuned for that. We're going to get to a quick break. Uh, Here's your national anthem. Stay tuned. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I want to congratulate Donald Trump on his victory tonight. He earned it. And I want to acknowledge that. Now, you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Yeah, maybe, but Stacey Abrams is warming up. Uh, Can I just put it that way? You may not want to admit it, uh, Nikki Haley, but uh, yeah. Um, 
there's mathematically nothing she can do here. And and I think that's pretty interesting. So many people recognize it. The, the Democrats recognize it. They don't seem to mind. I Here's what I thought was interesting last night. Now, Van Jones has certainly never been anything other than a far-left progressive. O- occasionally, uh, he makes observations that the Democrats don't like. And while while Rachel Maddow and others were celebrating last night because, of course, they won a Biden-Trump rematch, they won a drawn-out general election because they're going to spend tens of hundreds of millions of dollars, let's just call it what it is, maybe billions, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars on negative attack ads on Trump. They still think they can take him out at the, in the courtroom because they know they can't beat him at the ballot box. So they're anxious to do that. They see Donald Trump as the prime motivator of their base. It's sure as hell not Joe Biden. It's not Bidenomics. There's just as many Democrats um, sucking it up at the grocery store when they're having to pay $50, $60, $70 more for the same basket of groceries they used to be able to buy before Bidenflation struck. They see the the negative policies. Uh, They see the immigration problem, even though it hadn't hit home in St. Louis yet, it will because they're welcoming the illegals down here. They see the border problem. They, they see all of these problems that Joe Biden's causing. Uh, Van Jones says, hey, you know, I I, I see those, too. Uh, you, the Democrats should see them. Part of what we're looking at as Trump's strength, uh, his resilience, is really a reflection of Biden's uh, fragility. Uh, Republicans are not afraid of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid. Uh, yeah. they, they don't think that by putting up somebody this damaged, frankly, this deranged, with this many deficits, it's going to hurt them at all because the polls show over and over again that even with 978 felonies, he's still neck and neck with Biden. And so it's, it's, a, it's a worrying sign. I, I, you're, you're correct. There's some worrying signs for, for Trump. There's to be worrying signs for Democrats. Yeah, I, I'm more worried if, say, yeah. a Michelle Obama ends up running in his place, yeah. because I think that would be a true test for Trump. I think right now Trump has in the bag because that bite you played earlier of Biden and his campaign. Event, I, was that, where was that? Virginia? Yeah, yeah, Virginia. Virginia, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> what? I mean, that that is how he would be on a debate stage with Donald Trump. Uh, by the we'll way, teach Donald Trump a, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Don't. I think what he said was, "We're going to teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson." I'm going to do. I'm going to do my best interpretation here. Uh, don't mess with the women of America unless you want to deal with the benefits. I th- I is think, that like a friend with benefits? It. Is it, it well, what kind of benefits is he talking about? Maybe someone needs to be a paid translator to translate yeah, his attempted English. I wonder if like the sign language interpreter gets confused sometimes. Like, what <laughs> do they could do? Could you repeat that, Mr. <laughs> President? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, she just makes it up I, herself. I'm just going to guess. Maybe you just kind of rub your fingers together so nobody can really tell what you're doing. And then it sounds just like Joe Biden. <laughs> it could be. Speaking of Biden, if you, I'm going to play this for you here coming up. Uh, at some point this morning, talk about an election denier. He's he's in Virginia, uh, and and he basically calls out Terry McAuliffe as the real governor of Virginia, who lost handily uh, to Glenn Youngkin, and he's still referring to Terry McAuliffe as the real governor down there. So why is it the left gets away with all this stuff, and they're not called election deniers? Uh, but if you disagree with the outcome of an election. Uh, you are. Uh, Stacey Abrams is the poster child of election deniers in this country and uh, still gets away with it.
I brought up Stacey Abrams twice in this segment. That's a win. Man live. I'm on a roll this morning. Coming up, we're going to get to Kim on a whim. Stay tuned. Kim on a whim. This school in North Carolina, it's a middle school, has made a really interesting decision, which I, I, I think I support, um, because the kids there are apparently very addicted to staring at themselves and making TikTok videos. Listen to this. These days, bathrooms aren't always used for obvious reasons. Students were going to the bathroom for long periods of time and making TikTok videos. And it was happening a lot at Southern Middle School in Graham. The school says on average, students go to the restroom three to four times a day. That number shot up to seven, eight, nine times a day. They were using the mirrors to record videos. So the school removed the mirrors this week and it's already making a difference. Not as many visits to the bathroom, uh, not staying as long, and students are held accountable. And then when there's accountability, uh, you see a, a great difference. You know you have an addiction when you decide to remove the mirrors from the bathroom because it's that bad. Kids are going to the bathroom that often and taking that many TikTok videos. Yeah, when I was in high school, if they were going to the bathroom that often, they were smoking. Or maybe doing some other things. <laughs> or maybe doing some other well, hopefully things. Hopefully not in yeah. middle school, yeah. but <laughs> I wouldn't put it past kids, especially these days. Uh, yeah, I forgot it was middle school. Maybe, maybe not middle school. Cer- certainly high school. Yeah, that, that and uh, uh, so the answer, instead of telling them they can't go to the bathroom nine times a day, is to remove the mirrors? Yeah, I know some schools have just completely taken away the phones. Apparently, this district doesn't want to do that, so their solution is to take away the mirrors out of the bathrooms. The other thing they've done is this like digital check-in, check-out process. Like remember when you went to the bathroom in school and they'd give you like a hall pass thing and you had to carry it around then give it back to the teacher when you returned? That's, I guess they've done away with that. That's too old school now. So you have to check in and check out. I'm assuming on your phone. I don't don't know. They said it's a digital check-in and check-out process. So teachers can better track where these kids are. They say it's another layer of accountability. You know what the hall, one of the teachers in our high school, I think it was our high school. Anybody who's listening who went to high school with me will know the answer to this immediately, and I'm, I'm blanking on it. Uh, well, you, do you know what his hall pass was? It was a toilet seat. That you had to carry around? You had to carry it. If you wanted to leave his, uh, his room to go somewhere, and you had to walk the hallway, and you got stopped by a hall monitor, and you had to prove that you had permission to be out of class, you had to carry this toilet seat with you. It had his name printed on it <laughs> so that you could prove that you were in so-and-so's class. And it was effective because some people yeah. would not leave the room because they didn't want to carry the toilet seat down the The embarrassment. Hall. Thank right. you. And it's not like you can hide it in a pocket and be like, actually, I'm going to whatever, <laughs> do this, and that that's not really the real reason. Uh, right. You can't right. really hide a toilet seat. So that you can be creative with those things besides just in trying to intimidate people into not taking 50 bathroom breaks a day. That's silly. Yeah, nine bathroom breaks in how many hours? I mean, how many times do you go to the bathroom the whole day? Unless you've got a letter from a parent saying my kid's got a bladder, a weak bladder, and has to go to the bathroom multiple times, um, you know they're up to something if they're just trying to get out of class. Yeah. This whole obsession with TikTok and videos. We talked the other day about how kids say their dream is to become a YouTuber, a, a TikTok influencer. Can make money doing it. My it's my crazy. friends and I. Oh my gosh! Like there's things on the internet that I will just crack up up, <laughs> crap up, crap up. Wow. Crap up on. <laughs> That's okay. That too. Crack up on. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. 
crack up. Uh, it, it makes fun of like bad. I mean, I'm, I'm a 90s baby, basically. But, you know, what we used to do with our girlfriends when we were young and, and make funny dance videos versus what they do now where they're like shaking their butts and wearing their little, you know, crop tops and short shorts and shaking it on TikTok and recreating these like very seductive dances. I'm like, we would like stick our head in one of those fans and laugh at how our voice sounded funny. Like that was how we entertained, our, entertained ourselves. We went to the movie theater and the mall and thought we were really cool. Now they go and do TikTok videos and basically wearing next to nothing. Yeah. That's like the new thing now. Just the whole <clears throat> idea of how obsessed with this, the, the, the videos, the selfies, the amount of people who I see taking five gajillion pictures. Like you see this one picture on social media and you're like, wow, that is so cute and candid. And then you see actually somebody taking those pictures mm-hmm. and it's like a hundred that they have to then sift through and then edit. I, I Who guess has time for that. I guess I don't notice that. I mean, I've been going to the gym three times a week now, and I've not noticed people taking like the fish lip pictures of themselves. Really? I or have what not. What about like the muscle pictures? No, I haven't noticed it. Maybe I'm just oblivious to it, but I have not noticed anybody in there. Maybe besides me taking pictures of myself. You do the you fish. Know? I mean, you do yeah. the fish lips, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You the know duck me. lips. <laughs> hey, look at me. I look good. <laughs> if no. I search your phone, Mark, am I going to find duck lip <laughs> selfies on there? <laughs> Only if my daughter stole my phone. That would be more likely to happen. <sighs> Just this obsession with themselves. And then you you see people who post those pictures on social media and they try to come up with some clever caption just so they can post a picture where they think they look really hot. And they want people to basically be like, oh, my gosh, you look gorgeous. I can't. I'm, I can't handle it. I'm sitting at a traffic light on Clarkson Road the other day on my drive home, and we're stopped. And I look over, and there's a young girl in the car next to me driving, and she's got her phone in her hand, which is what caught my attention. And I can see her going like she's pointing it at herself, and she's making that look on her face, and she's yep. like snapping. Is that Insta? Is that what they're doing? Is I, that I don't know. Is it Instagram? What What are they doing when they do that? It, and are it, they just sending it to everybody or like to just to one person? I, I don't know. I think Snapchat. I don't have Is Snapchat, snap? but it's I snap. think maybe it's snap. maybe I, I know I had Snapchat at one point and I, I got irritated with it and deleted it. Because I'll say something really old like, hey, send me a copy of that picture you just took. I can't. It was snap. <laughs> it's gone. Like it was just like frozen and then it went out of the phone. Except like, for the people who screenshotted it. it and you thank sent you. It to them. Yeah. Everything on the Internet is forever. But, you know, Facebook's apparently not cool anymore. No. Like, I'm in my 30s, and apparently my generation, it's still not cool that we're on Facebook. It's Instagram and TikTok and whatever else <laughs> they're on these days. I, I don't even know. I guess Snapchat. We've not allowed TikTok um, for the for the youngest one. I mean, we wasn't really a thing when the other two were at home, but not, we haven't allowed her to have it. And a lot of her friends are on it, I assume? Yes, and she's, uh, she's not happy about that. I can imagine. I mean, I remember wanting a cell phone. You know, back then, though, all I did was play Snake over and over again. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's all my cell phone had. And I thought that was pretty cool. I was fantastic at Snake. Yeah. But God, I- I'm really glad that I I was a teenager when not all of this was available. Facebook was just starting to come out at the, the, the very end of my time in high school or beginning of college. I'm glad I was a teenager when none of it was available. Yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. I'd, it's a big time suck, number one. If you wanted to find out where your friends were, you had to drive around and find them, right? If they didn't answer the phone at home, you had to hope they were hanging out at McDonald's or wherever your other places were that you hung out. Where White you could Castle drive over there you. and find them. No, there was there was not a White Castle in my hometown, so you would have had to drive a ways to get to that. Hmm. 
There was one in Cincinnati. I know for sure. I'm but really I don't think sorry was... you were deprived of that during I know. your childhood. It was awful. You want to talk about it? It was stressful. But I did have Cassano's Pizza, which you didn't have. So that was an upgrade. You know how many times I've heard about Cassano's Pizza? You should. Can we have some shipped here? Because I feel like I need oh, to try it now. so good. Oh, I wish, I, I, I wish it would... It would be as good if it was a couple days old because by the time you got it here and tasted it, you can't even buy them frozen here, which is which is a shame. I have heard that you can buy them frozen from from there and have like have them shipped to you. I may look into that. I'll look into that. Then I'd have to bake it at home and bring it in. You know what I used to have my friends bring was it, is it Michigan where Spotted Cow is? Not Michigan. Um, Wisconsin. 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 Yeah. Anytime anyone went to Wisconsin, you have, I have to bring back. Do you? And it's not bad. I like it's it. Not it's not great, it's but it's, it's not fine. Bad. Come Fair. on, you guys. It's 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 okay. Do you want me to bring you eh? one tomorrow? How much do you have? <laughs> I have a case. Do you really? M- maybe. Of spotted cow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Today he brought me it's popcorn. Beer, by the way, in case uh, you've not some tried beer it. Tomorrow. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I'll have. Popcorn again tomorrow. Popcorn and beer. This conversation really took a turn. I'm not mad it about it, but it did take a turn. It's all about feeding Kim. <laughs> That's right. At At Mark feeds us well. We get we get McDonald's. We get donuts. Yeah, I don't get recognized by the people at McDonald's like other people in the building, but yeah, we do talk about it and, and we do uh, give them some business. But don't we, we also learned. We do. That doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did, didn't we? All right, let's get to a quick break. Next hour, we're going to talk to another great St. Ange. That would be the uncle of Kim. His name is Paul, and he is a New Hampshire resident who was on the ground yesterday uh, caucusing for Donald Trump, trying to get people to into uh, to vote for him. Uh, I'm anxious to find out how that whole thing went down. We're going to talk to him about 620, and then we'll give away some Doobie Brothers tickets in the 7 o'clock hour today. Uh, Stay tuned. You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Okay, that's just a little tease for you there. We're not giving away the Doobie Brothers tickets right here. We're just playing some of their good music. Um, They're going to be coming uh, here. When did we say that is, Carl? August. August, that's right. Uh, Right before the Sammy Hagar concert. And uh, we got a pair of tickets to give away today. And tomorrow, and again on Friday, so be sure and uh, stay tuned. Tickets for that. go on sale Friday at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. By the way, I think it was Scott from St. Louis who won the tickets yesterday. That I forgot correct. to announce. That. Oh, congratulations! So, yeah, congrats, to him. Scott. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a good concert, particularly with Michael McDonald there. Uh, it sound like uh, the old Doobie Brothers. Uh, anyway, the old and new was that what you say, Carl? Well, go ahead, correct me. He was. <laughs> I saw that look you, on his face. You know face. he wants to, Mark. I know he does, because I, I know what he's going to say. He's going to, here's what I'm going to say. You're he Oscar knows. from The Office, actually. Michael McDonald was not originally. He wasn't the original. <laughs> right, right. And then he joined. But I like that left. version a lot. But he Sorry. also made them a lot of money. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And people like it with him. <laughs> you know, what was I talking about uh, at the top of the show, Kim? The, the swamp Mm-hmm. Donald Trump talks a lot about the swamp in America. You know, do you know what the you know what the swamp is? It goes by a lot of different names. The establishment, the uh, the deep state, yep. I think, is another way to look at it. And and what that is is the people in power, whether it's in the state of Missouri or it's in it's in Washington D.C., who exist on the largesse of government. They don't want dramatic changes. 
They've got it set up just the way they want it. We waste a lot of money on foreign wars. It supports the Defense Department. What they don't like are people who upset the apple cart. Who upsets the apple cart? Donald Trump upsets the apple cart because he doesn't need their money to get elected. They need people who are beholden to them. Follow the money. Now, what happened yesterday in Arizona, this piece of of audio that got released from a private conversation between Carrie Lake and Jeff DeWitt. Jeff DeWitt is the head of the Republican Party in the state of Arizona. Jeff DeWitt uh, brings Carrie Lake into a private meeting and says, I just got a phone call from the powers that be in Washington. Who is that? Well, let's not talk about who. Let's talk about what. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even identify them to her. I want you to listen to some of this. This is what goes on in America every day. It's not often you get a peek behind the curtain. Go to cut 16, please. There are very powerful people who want to keep you out. Oh, no, they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So this conversation never happened. This is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. (laughs) Thank you, Carrie Lake. There are people who want you out and they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. He's saying basically, and you're going to hear it in this next bite, um, that they want they want me to find you a position with a company here in Arizona that'll pay you buku bucks or something to be on their board just to stay out of politics for the next two years. They don't want you stirring the pot because you're not the chosen candidate because they know that, like Donald Trump, they can't control you. Uh, it goes on. Here's the here's the one about the company. Go to cut 18, Carl, please. What's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Forget the who. Let me just tell you what. I just say there are people calling around saying, gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. Because they say, I got offered to buy out. Don't, yeah. don't use it. Because then we lose our ability to get things done other, in the future. Here's this, my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her. She's a great candidate. Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not it's about ownership. It's about control. I don't know if it's about control. It's about being on the team. I guess that's you know what I mean. They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But <laughs> the team. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. Thank you, Carrie Lake. Yeah. I love her. Was she the one who was secretly recording this? Yes. Knowing something might come out? It sounded like it was almost in her pocket and she yeah. was fumbling. She was eating while she was oh, talking I heard, to I him. Was fixated thinking, I wonder what she's eating. Yeah, I don't know what she was eating either, but an apple or something. I couldn't tell. She was eating something. And you hear the guy saying, I don't know if it's about control. It's about being yes, on it the team. Yes, it is. It's about being on the team. Mm-hmm. They want to be on my team. No, they want you to be on their team. Right, and they'll do anything to, to, get keep, you, to keep you right. Keep you out of the process because you won't play ball. Do, do you see what's going on here? It's the head of the Republican Party in the state of Arizona being told by somebody in Washington, D.C., you need to get Carrie Lake to drop out of the Senate race. Is it because she's leading? They don't want to have to deal with somebody like Carrie Lake. Mm-hmm. For the same reason they don't like somebody like Josh Hawley, who speaks his mind. And they certainly don't like Donald Trump, but they can't stop him. 
there's there's rhino Republican money. There is there there's left wing Democrat money. One of these big uh, Democrats that's sponsored Joe Biden and all these th- this lawsuit uh, th- uh, with the lady in New York who's accusing him of rape right now. He bankrolled her attempt to sue Donald Trump over that and won. And now he's throwing money behind Nikki Haley. She's going to have the money to hang around because the swamp wants her to hang around because they're praying the Democrats can take Trump out with some sort of a court conviction. This is sick. There's one more here I want you to listen to. Go to cut 17, please. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? You want to stay out for two years. <laughs> what? I'll tell you what I can offer you. What? Um, I said, you can do whatever you want. It's talking head, isn't it? So the ask of me was, it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was, this is, has to stay us. Is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her to keep her out? And I said, well, what do you want to do? Whatever we need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. Thank you, Carrie Lake. I fall more deeply in love with that woman every day. Can I just tell you that? And thank you for leaking that audio so you can occasionally see the rats in the swamp. They're all over the place. Coming up, we'll talk to... uh, Kim's uncle, Paul St. Ange, who was in New Hampshire as a voter yesterday, uh, canvassing for Donald Trump. That's at about 620. Stay tuned. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.